Hi, this is Michelle. This is Kim. Welcome to Audible Clutter. And tonight we are talking about scary stuff because it's Halloween. Or it's almost Halloween. It's almost Halloween. And we were just out yesterday by a fire telling scary stories to very small children. Which was fun. Which was fun. And their parents and their grandparents. Mm-hmm. Although we were not quite prepared for that 10 and under crowd because they ask a lot of questions. They do. You really have to have your grisly facts down. Because <laughs> <laughs> they want to know what the ghost looked like and what happened to the body and who done it and all they want all mm. the really specific what? gory details yes they do huh. yeah you can't just end with a scream and have them just accept that no they check out the crime scene yes they do <laughs> so yeah that was fun it was actually yeah so yeah we told a few kind of scary stories that we found on the internet mm-hmm and about our friend who has a ghost in his house so shows people the picture of it. Yes. And things like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get around to telling our Gettysburg story. Uh, no, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. And then there was the dealing with the questions about the wicker man when the only experience I really have of the wicker man is from coupling. And I was being asked by a 10-year-old about it and you can't make a coupling in 10-year-olds. Don't, no. does not work at all. <laughs> you want to tell the Gettysburg story for our podcasting audience? Sure, I can tell the Gettysburg story. So... One night, we were driving back from Kentucky, and for some reason or another, we just, we had decided to drive from Louisville through Kentucky and West Virginia and Maryland, and finally got to Route 30 in Pennsylvania, we're almost back to York, which requires driving through Gettysburg. So we were driving through the Gettysburg battlefield at like 2 a.m., and got to the square in Gettysburg, and kept going, and suddenly the next thing we knew, we were back on the battlefield, which is west, and we were driving east. East, yeah. And so... It was like one of those no-light, foggy nights. And yeah, There's a dark. statue of... There's a statue of Lincoln on the square. So, okay, we were back on the battlefield, got back to the square in Gettysburg. There's a statue of Lincoln on the square that's pointing. And I thought that I kept driving on east on Route 30, but we ended up back on the battlefield again. And this happened like three times until it was like Lincoln was pointing us in the wrong direction, which is quite possible. But it was just creepy and we, we were in this weird loop and it was hard it, it was very very difficult to break that loop yeah we were very very tired <laughs> we were very tired and this and it was it's Gettysburg Gettysburg always just feels weird uh, it, to me well we used to go out with Bo though and he was chock full of so many battlefield facts that it was more like a history lesson and I used to go and walk the graveyard sometimes where Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address and it was kind of soothing. Okay, well, to me, Gettysburg is always creepy and weird. Okay. Um, yeah, when I was in grad school in D.C. one time, I just went for decided to go for a drive on Sunday and somehow or another ended up in Gettysburg. Okay. And drove around the battlefield and then went back to D.C., but yeah, just, Gettysburg just feels weird to me. 
Okay, so I should and go. Actually, we haven't. I have not been back to Gettysburg since that, since the event where we couldn't get off the battlefield happened. Although we have driven through Gettysburg a few times, haven't we? I have not. Oh, I haven't. I haven't. And it's been around, like so twenty years. It's you. It's me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's Gail and Gail versus the. Gail versus Gettysburg. I just don't go there anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a good warning about you have to be careful what kind of energy you invite into your life or what you decide. We've been having that. We were, we were having a conversation about what to talk about for today's podcast, and scary stuff seemed like a good idea. We were debating yeah. if we had any scary movies or talk about scary movies or scary whatever's because. Mm-hmm. We went through a scary movie phase, actually. Yeah, because we were going to do a movie version of the Scottish play, and mm. Mm, that did not happen. Yeah, Gail was bad trying to. Um, Gail was going to write a movie script. Yes, and I was nearly done with it when. Yeah, and we watched the Scream movies. Yeah, what's we watched a bunch of movies. We watched the Scream movies, and we watched. Um, I know what you did last. The I know what you did oh, last that's summer. Oh, right. I know what you. That were actually. And, I know what you did last summer once. Were interesting. Yeah. Well, like Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze. So. And, and we watched The Grudge, and we watched... Oh, yeah, Japanese horror movies. Japanese horror, yeah. I, insane. The Grudge is the scariest movie I have ever watched. Oh, really? It is Never just, seen The Ring, though, right? Because that's apparently... No. And there's a movie called Audition that's apparently mm-hmm. really scary that Bo talks about sometimes. Yeah. Because it changes in mid... What it is? Hmm. But yeah, The Grudge is the, the scariest, creepiest movie I have ever seen. Yeah, well, with Japanese ghost movies, there's no win. Yeah, Japan, in Japan, the ghost always wins. Yeah, there's no win for the humans. The humans always die. <laughs> that Yeah, that's just how it is in Japan. If you stumble into the wrong house, forget it, you're dead. What? That's what the grudge is about, isn't it? Yeah, that is what the grudge is about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was our scary movie phase. <laughs> well, I mean, we watched Buffy, and uh, we did watch the Blair Witch Project when it came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because that was huge. That was huge. And, and it made different. Me, yes, but it made me car sick. Yeah, but you actually got through it, unlike some people. Yeah, true. Yeah, that was an, that was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't see it again, and it wasn't. No, it's a, definitely not something. Movie. Yeah, it's definitely not something you want to see twice. And yeah. but it started a whole new genre of found footage. Found stuff. footage stuff. Yeah. I've not, I haven't seen any of the record movies or anything like that. No. Um, I remember as a kid we saw we were doing the library. Um, movie thing because my parents like to drop us off at the library and so my brother and I had to sit through Nosferatu oh my god do not make a small child sit through Nosferatu no. now, nowadays you can get Nosferatu with the organ accompaniment and that's probably really wicked fun and really wicked scary yeah they're but, actually doing that at the Capitol Theater yeah. oh that was actually last night yeah yeah but um so we watched Nosferatu and then we just wait in the parking lot for my mom <laughs> it was like oh my god Joe and I were like <gasps> <laughs> but when I want horror, I generally go for reading. Mm. Reading horror. Okay, we're going to take a pause here, and then we will come back and talk about our other experience with adapting something from horror. So hang in there. And we're back. Um, did you know that Sherlock Holmes, for all of Arthur Conan, Conan Doyle's legendary status, 
was not the first consulting detective in the universe. Right, he was not. He was American, actually. Edgar Allan Poe, who was a master of the short story as well as taking off ravens, mm. <laughs> who wrote um, two stories with one of the first modern detectives. Two of the first modern detective stories in 1841, I believe it said. Mm-hmm. Murders in the Rue Morgue and The Purloined Letter. Yes. With C. Auguste Dupin. And I, once upon a time, we were doing a Night of Pose, a fundraiser for a theater we were working with. Mm-hmm. And so we had somebody read The Raven. We did The Telltale Heart with Foley effects. That was, that was fun. Yeah. Gail had to, well, Gail had to figure out what chopping up <laughs> people would, somebody would. No, so. Calvin had to do that. I Calvin was just doing. Do I was just doing the drum beat. You were doing the drums for the heart. Yeah. yeah. So we used a melon. No a squash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we, I decided to adapt "Murders in the Room" more. And I don't know if you read Poe, but he does this amazing. You should read Poe. He does mm-hmm. this amazingly atmospheric stuff, but there's no dialogue. None. Oh my God! No, there's no, 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 no dialogue because that era. It's the same with, sometimes I think about adapting Jekyll and Hyde, but it's first-person narration, it's found manuscripts, Frankenstein's the same way. Or, or the letter. The letter, yeah, epistolatory yeah. type of style. And so there's no dialogue, and plays run on dialogue. And so I was going completely insane trying to adapt Murders in the Room Morgue, and mm-hmm. so we actually took a break and went to Maine and came back, and I just dictated dated it to Gail. Yes. And I kind of invented a part where I really would like to find this because it's a very good one-act version of the Murders in the Room work mm-hmm. where all the witnesses were stood in a circle facing the audience. Mm-hmm. And the lights were on each one of us yeah. individually. Yeah. yeah. That worked really well. That was fun to work with lights. We had to figure mm-hmm. out how to um, do the murder Yeah. with lights. So we ended up with the person in a parka and the person who could scream the best. Which and- was me. Yeah, and Amy played the body, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think. Yeah. And then to get the right red color for Murders in the Room Morgue, we ended up using a chicken warming light from somebody's Mm -hmm. egg incubator. So it was really a... And all this behind a scrim. All this behind a scrim. So it was just shadow effects, which made for really cool. It was a really good, really gripping one act. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, for me, when I want to go to horror, Gail's more of a movie fan. She used to take my little brother, Bo, mm-hmm. to movies because I was too much of a wimp. Yes. Yeah, I saw all the screen movies, movies with, with Bo, Bo. Yeah. before we rewatched them with me. Because mm-hmm. my brothers tell me when not to look. <laughs> <laughs> they did that with Silence of the Lambs. I think that's the only really, which I shouldn't bring up, because uh, you're still mad at me for that. I'm not mad at it. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You still mention it. No, you okay, still you mention get to it. Explain. Okay, well, there, starting with Silence of the Lambs, there was this in like a whole decade when Michelle would end up seeing the movie that ended up winning the Best Picture Oscar with her brothers, and so I would never see it. <laughs> so, Silence yeah. of the Lambs was the first one where that happened. We re- we do psychological thrillers more because Jagged Edge. I remember we saw together, didn't we? No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Really. Yeah. Oh, well, that's one of the few movies that actually had me jumping out of my seat. Hmm. Huh. Sea of Love was kind of a scary... We saw that one at least yeah, together. Yeah, we did. I don't like that one at all. Okay. Fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. You can not Yeah, like we like one. different kind of so movies. movies like you that. don't like thrillers? Uh, you don't like the some... crime thriller stuff? 
Not well. I don't know. I like the really old ones. But you don't like Vertigo. Yes, I do. Oh, you do. Why do you think I don't like Vertigo? Psycho. We. Oh, oh, Psycho. Psycho. Psycho is like one of the best. Psycho held up really well on. Yeah. When I saw it, when we saw it, we saw it on the big screen, didn't we? At some point. Did we? I think so. Maybe. At the music box. Hmm. Maybe it was done. I think we saw Psycho on the maybe, maybe it was a tech. Maybe it was a tech. It could have been a tech. Yeah, so we yeah. saw it separately. <laughs> oh, Why no. would you have seen it separately if it was a tech? Okay. We might have, because we went to Northwestern and didn't meet for four years, three years. Okay, but. Okay, never mind. Anyway, so yes, I think we saw, I know I saw Psycho on the big screen, but yeah, Psycho's really amazingly scary. Yeah, it really, really is. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I the first time I saw, saw Psycho was during my film club in high school, and which was run by my English teacher, who looked exactly like Anthony Perkins. And it was oh, God. really, really creepy. It's always fun to go back <laughs> and see Anthony Perkins in The Matchmaker, because he's so yeah. young and innocent, and then Psycho kind of wrecked his movie career. It really, really did. Because he yeah. was so convincing. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he couldn't ever play another part again. Yeah. Oh, I remember another horror movie I went to see, which was like Creep Show Two, because mm. I made the unmentionable. There, I want. I kept saying I wanted to go, and so the unmentionable said, "Fine, bring a dude." Yeah. And so I bought Robert. Hi, Robert. And um, he screamed louder than me. <laughs> and there was this hitchhiker part where the people run over a hitchhiker, mm-hmm. and it was just really convincingly scary. And the hitchhiker kept popping up again, and so. We all went outside, me and Robert and the Unmentionable and whatever guy she bought. And we went over every inch of Robert's car to make sure that there was nobody there. (laughs) So that was fun. Mm -hmm. So you have any horror movie experiences? Mm, No. Okay. I can't think of any at the moment. I mean... Uh. Yeah, not nothing like that. Well, besides the psycho thing, yeah. I mean, then yeah, it's just a joke for the rest of the year. Never be alone with Mr. Jarbo. But <laughs> that's pretty much a given with any English teacher. So no problem. Um, well, okay, that's huh? Okay, fine. Well, I okay, I never mind. Just majored in English, so I feel kind of attacked. But you hated your English profs. Yeah, that's fair. Most of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. No problem. <laughs> fair um, let's see. The fill of the future Halloween episode is scary. Uh, oh, the Dick Van Dyke Halloween episode. Oh my God, episode. the Dick Van Dyke Halloween episode. That is so terrifying. Scary. That is terrifying. Yeah, it really is terrifying. Danny. Yeah. Danny? No. No. Uh, um. Maury Amsterdam. And no, Bush the Bay. guest star. Oh, Danny Thomas. Danny Thomas, yeah. No, that's the Walnuts one. That's terrifying. That one's terrifying. But there's also the one where they're locked in a cabin. Oh. I thought that was the Halloween episode. No, I thought you were talking about the Walnuts one, because the Walnuts one is terrifying. The Walnuts one is terrifying, too. Yeah, it, it's weird. Like, the shows, like the Dick Van Dyke show can just suddenly have an episode that's just completely terrifying. 
Yeah, well, it makes sense because they're really good actors. People yes. way underestimate comedy actors. Yeah. And so, I mean, a lot of them, you know, could do massively serious work. And mm-hmm. so to have a chance to pull out their acting chops on uh, that kind of thing is great. Oh, yeah. So what are other fun? And there's, of course, Buffy. Buffy was good horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Phil of the Future one is great. The Phil of the Future one is great. Um, the Gentleman episode of Buffy, or the Hush episode of Buffy, is oh, an amazing yeah. hour of... Yes, so creepy. Because it's quiet. Yeah, creepy quiet is... Creepy quiet is amazing. So, so... It's a different level. Yeah. Well, if you're doing creepy, you really need to have good sound and music. Because mood is such a huge thing. You need Mm -hmm. to hear every little scritch and every little... Creak and... Yeah, every little creak and... Yeah. 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 Paranorman was good. Yeah. I liked Paranorman. That's a recent kind of horror thing. That's one mm-hmm. of the zombie movies I actually like. Yes. Because we don't really get into zombie horror movies. No. Well, Par- Warm Bodies was fun. but Yeah, was Warm Bodies different. was fun, but it wasn't really horrifying. No. It was interesting. It, was cu- it, was, it wasn't cute. It was, but... <laughs> it was Romeo and Juliet with zombies. Yeah. So. It's kind of like reverse Romeo and Juliet since... He sort of undied. Spoiler. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so it is the zombie Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was good. So yeah, so, yeah. so I when I want horror, I probably go to books. Although I don't go in horror sections anymore because I would read the end of Stephen King books and go. I have to pull me out of the horror section. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I don't read horror because if I have to read something and then picture it for myself. It's harder for it for me to get it out of my head huh. than if I see it well, I think in a movie. Me, it's hearing it that does yeah. it. The sound sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who did some really good horror episodes. Did there was one episode with Tom Baker. He was like stranded on a ship, but it was like a wasp thing had like there were people in stasis, but they this thing had you know come along and incubated its. Ew. Yeah, it was Ew. really creepy, gross, really excellent, creepy, gross. Hmm. Insects are creepy, gross. That's my, like my first experience with real horror movies was at a sleepover sometime <laughs> at uh, somebody's house. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the Halloween movies, which everyone was with the masks and the insects and stuff. Uh, I think that was the third, third, yeah. third one. Where the kids, all their, their masks were. Yeah. That was kind of... I remember that being on weird. like a couch in a pile of five girls going. <laughs> yeah, and that that was so different because that was so completely unlike the previous Halloween movies. Yeah, because they were all Michael Myers. They were, yeah, and and that one was just such a complete gap huh. between that and the other horror, the other Halloween movies. Well, that's kind of was, like what Scream did. They did it a bit different there was a yeah a, you know, it, it, it seems like to make an impact in the same with Blair which nowadays mm. you have to have um, something different something yeah unexpected mm-hmm. you didn't see Cabin in the Sky or Cabin in the Woods right no because I that was only a couple of years ago yeah yeah, but I remember Wikipediaing the plot. Mm-hmm. Since you didn't go see it and couldn't tell me the plot, I Wikipedia the plot of a lot of horror. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, any other fun memories? Scooby-Doo is not horrifying unless it's the movie when you find out Scrappy-Doo is... Mm. <laughs> Although, I have, the Scooby-Doo cartoons, the very first season, when I was three, I was completely terrified to the point where my grandmother wouldn't let me watch them because I was so scared. Well... It's because I was three. And, you were three. It was creepy And it was music. creepy with, and ghosts Thumb, and things. And yeah. monsters and masks. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Tumblr keeps pointing out that Scooby-Doo taught us, right, that it's always the white dude in the mask. Yeah. <laughs> or the white businessman uh-huh. behind all the horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on that note... <laughs> Are you going trick-or-treating? What are you getting dressed as? We're not doing costumes this year. Are we? No. No. Eh, we have to work. Yeah. <laughs> no masquerade parties. I've always wanted to have a masquerade party with like couples or more group group costumes. That would be fun. And sadly, I want to do the devil and Daniel Webster, but we could get a Scooby gang. There's so many yeah. Scooby gangs. There are. Or Kim Possible. The Kim Possible Halloween episode is fun. Yes, it is. And... All right, so what's your favorite Halloween episode of anything? What do you do for fun? What scares you the most? Books, movies, TV? Mm-hmm. What's your first horror memory? Share something with us across the, our, across somewhere the on our social media. You can find me at Midnight Maverick, MDN. Night Maverick or Gail at Gailey Storm. No, just Gail Storm. Just Gail Storm. On, on Twitter. On Twitter. Or Blinkity Love on Twitter or Instagram for me. Anyway, so take care. Enjoy yourself this Halloween. Be careful. Get Don't some, get too scared. Don't get too scared and get some candy. <laughs> uh, take care. Bye. This is Michelle. This is Gail. Signing off. <laughs>